Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks podcast. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. On this week's midweek mini episode, we are going to dive into how we can cultivate a deeper sense of resiliency. Now, resiliency is one of these buzzwords that's been around for a few years, and there has been a ton of research and a ton of studies done that link resiliency to really successful, highly successful people, whether it's athletes or business or in relationships. So we're going to dive into this topic deep. I've got five points for you that are going to help you cultivate resiliency in, in a little bit more of a tactical way. Before we do that, I just want to remind all the men that are out there listening uh, or all the ladies, if you want to direct your men. Head on over to Facebook, go to facebook.com backslash man talks community and join the conversation. We've got an incredible group of men from all over the world who dive into various topics on relationships, health, fitness, success, business, finances, you name it. There's some great conversations, there's some great shares, resources, and insights that happen there on a daily and weekly basis. So go ahead and join the community. Again, there's thousands of men from all all over the world there. It's an amazing place to have some good conversations. So with that said, let's dive right into it. And the first thing that I want you to know about resiliency, the first thing that most people overlook is that it's virtually impossible to be resilient with things that we dislike or don't care about. You see, so many people are out there right now doubting themselves and beating themselves up for areas of their life where they don't feel resilient but there are areas of their lives where they feel out of alignment. There are areas of their life that they feel out of integrity. And what I mean by this is oftentimes we'll find ourselves in a job we really hate or working for a company we dislike or in a relationship that we know we shouldn't be in. And we have this expectation that we should stick it out, you know, like we should be really resilient in that space. And oftentimes, this is what leads to a negative spiral of people believing that they don't have the strength or resiliency that they need in order to succeed. But the reality is, is that they're just facing things that they don't want to be in. They're putting themselves in situations, jobs, relationships that they don't want to be in, which inherently is going to prevent us from feeling really resilient because we don't want to be there. There's a, a contrast. There's a, a, a going against the grain. So how we combat this, it was we start to find a deeper sense of purpose or meaning. And by doing that, you'll inherently be more inclined to be resilient. You just naturally and organically feel more in alignment with resiliency. When we start to cultivate that deep sense of purpose in our lives and meaning in the work that we do, in our relationships, in our health and wellness, the resiliency just naturally levels up because we're starting to get into alignment. Now, in order to do that, one of the biggest things that we can do, which is step number two, is to practice thought awareness, practice thought awareness. And what I mean by this is that oftentimes people have automatic or uh, self-deprecating thoughts that are just playing in the background, that are really cutting them down, that are sabotaging their sense of resiliency. And this sabotage is kind of playing in the background. It's like a, a record that's playing in the background that we've become so accustomed to hearing that we just aren't even phased by it. And so one of the one of the quickest ways to deepen your level of resiliency is to start tuning into the thoughts that you have around your challenges and the, the adversities that you're facing in your life. So if you're in a challenging space in your relationship, start to notice the thoughts that you have. If you are in a challenging situation in your work environment with a boss or uh, with a company that you're working with that you like, 
uh, just start to notice some of the thoughts that you have around it. You might be self-sabotaging. You might already have some really deeply ingrained narratives that are, that are really running the show on a daily basis, that are running your behaviors on a daily basis. So start to tune in to those thoughts and notice what's working for you and what isn't working for you. Third, start to build positive beliefs in your abilities. What I mean by this is, is, when, is when you start to shift your focus and, and attention into what you do well, you'll start to cultivate a deeper sense of your abilities to naturally succeed. And over time, this moves into an automatic space. So you start to notice more and more and more of the positive traits that you have rather than fixating oftentimes on the negative things that aren't working. So if we are in, in a constant state of disbelief in our own abilities, it's going to be really mentally and emotionally draining. It's gonna be challenging for us to feel resilient in any way, shape, or form because we don't believe in our abilities. So this is a great place to start. And again, how we start to believe in our abilities is by noticing our thoughts around those abilities. So step number two is definitely really important for step number three. Now, number four is is one that's often overlooked. You know, we have this mentality around resiliency that you just got to soldier on, you know, you got to, you got to mustard forward, or, I mean, that's a really old saying and, and kind of crappy, but you know, all the things just like, you know, grin and bear it, just push through and keep going. And while that's great, some of the time, it is not a sustainable tactic for all of the time. So number four, and this is one of the most important pieces is recharge. We need to be able to recharge our batteries. And like I said, this is one of the most underrated aspects of truly resilient people. It's often overlooked in them, and it's their ability to recharge and reflect on what's happening in their lives. Because our modern culture teaches us that we should often just push through the pain. We should push past, you know, all of the barriers and the blocks. And like I said, that's good sometimes, but after that happens, we need to be able to take a step back and recharge emotionally, mentally, physically, and then reflect on how we actually push past some of those blocks and barriers. And again, this doesn't mean uh, excusing laziness or complacency, but having the certain level of self-awareness, which allows us to know exactly what we need to recharge. So the way that I like to put this is if you want to face the fire, if you want to walk through the fire, you need to heal the burns, right? So you need to be able to heal yourself afterwards. And lastly, the last piece that I'm going to leave you guys with is build your team. You know, know who's on, know who's on your team because it's, it's really important to find the people who are going to help you up when you fall, who are going to remind you to rest when you've pushed yourself past the limits and you feel like you can't go on anymore. And it's really important to have the people who are going to be there for you when you don't want to admit that you've maxed out and that you sometimes need to take a rest or that you don't want to admit that you need help so they can step in and and have your back no matter what. Uh, oftentimes what I see with really resi resilient people is that they have this mentality that they need to do it by themselves and it's just complete BS. The most resilient and successful people that I know have these five traits deeply ingrained in their daily activity. They aren't doing things that they dislike. They've moved towards more passion, more purpose, more meaning. They are very aware of their thoughts. They've built positive beliefs and their abilities. They take time to recharge and reflect. 
And most importantly, they have a team of people. They have people around them, you know, their core three to five people who do the same thing, who have the same beliefs, and who can challenge them and support them when needed. So Again, if you don't have that team, I encourage you to head over to the Mantox community. Check that out. Uh, you can go to mantox.com and check out the mastermind groups that we are launching in cities all over North America. And we're going to be producing an online platform as well. And uh, that's it for right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mantox podcast for this mini episode. And feel free to reach out to me, Connor at mantox.com. Um, I've had some great uh, people reach out and ask for specific topics, which will be coming up next week. We're going to talk about gratitude. We're going to talk about facing your fears. And those have all come because people have reached out to me via email or through our social media channels. Don't forget to follow us, follow along in the conversation on Instagram at Mantox or on Twitter at Mantox. And we've got a YouTube channel that's live now with some of the live interviews that I've done on the podcast. Feel free to subscribe to that because we're going to have the video footage from my conversation with people like Mastin Kip, Jason Silva, and many, many more. So until next week, stay strong. This is Connor Beaton signing off.